All right, welcome back. It's hour number two. Bob Pompiani here behind the microphone. John Bridge is your man behind the glass. He'll be taking your calls when you call. 412-928-9370. You can tweet me at KD Pomp. And Andrew Warhola is our special guest here, and I'll just reintroduce him real quick. Andrew is someone who impressed me at a Lending Hearts Banquet the other night, which we uh, honor young adults and kids who are dealing with uh, real tough situations in their life. And Jameson Tyone, who has had his share of all sorts of stuff, was our winner. He was our Lending Hearts Man of the Year. But Andrew is a young man who, at age 13, goes to Seneca Valley. He's had 29 surgeries. not a lot of people expect him to be alive today, but here he is not only alive and well, but he's looking to get into sports. So we thought we'd bring him in and show him what it's all like. So pretty soon you're going to do the sports updates, okay, Andrew? So I need a break. <laughs> I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I'm going to throw it right to you. Is that okay with you? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 412-928-9370. We've talked about a lot of things, including um, the Penguins, and Matt Murray's got to be better down the stretch if you have a take on that. And when they get healthy, the Penguins still have very dangerous team, I think, in a postseason to deal with. Also, Eric Goodbranson, first game, I thought he did well. What's your take on him? Was there offsides on the game-winning goal by Connor Sherry? I thought there was. The league said no. And Hurricanes won again. They had what's called a storm surge celebration when they win home games. I think it's pretty cool. A lot of people don't. Do you like it or not? And two other things. Did you watch, by the way, John Tavares? He came back to play his team from many years, the New York Islanders. He's a member of the Maple Leafs, and he chose Toronto instead of New York as a free agent. It was tough for him. Yet they treated him, I thought, just over the top bad. They played a video tribute to him, and you couldn't even hear it because people were booing and calling him out and uh, burned his shirt, all this stuff. Listen, it wasn't like you would expect a reaction to someone who's bailing out on a team. Like, I'll use Antonio Brown as an example. If he would ever play for another team and come back to Pittsburgh, I think the response should be pretty much what you expect it to be. But this was a guy who reached the end of his contract and decided I wanted to go to my hometown of Toronto. I hated to leave the Islanders, but I have to go. That's what I. You have a choice. You have one choice to make. And I thought it was a little over the top. People like that kind of stuff. I think it's crazy. I wouldn't do that. That's not as classy as I thought New York. But then again, it's New York. What do you expect? Also, another question for you, Bryce Harper. 13 years, $330 million. Would you ever give anyone that kind of a 13-year contract in any sport? Guaranteed money. You don't know what's going to happen. If he hurts himself tomorrow and never plays, they owe him 13 years of $330 million. That and arbitration. Uh, really have handicapped baseball in many different ways, not to mention no salary cap. Let's go to Jim in Hampton, who kicks us off this hour. What's up, Jim? How are you? Well, so much for me to say, Bob. But first of all, I want to also commend Andrew uh, for the resolve and, and the character he must have to to overcome what he did. And, and uh, I'm impressed, and uh, I commend him. Bob, Bob, I don't think I don't think any. And when you and I have talked about the Pirates before, that no, no one should spend uh, that kind of money, that kind of length, that kind of time. There should be something in the CBA that, uh, you know, sets it to maybe six or seven years uh, for, for length of a contract where you're going to get your money's worth and a guy's going to make some money. But the, where, where I dis, where my, my beef is, is that when those contracts come out like that, they're ridiculous. You have, you have Coonley and Huntington then convincing you that they should spend no money because that's ridiculous. Yet they have a $50 million floor. 
instead of going out and spending a few dollars to enhance their team, they bought some bedspreads and sheets and pillows for their dorm in the Dominican Republic. That That's the problem, Bob. And, and, and the goofiest thing of all, if the Pirates would have signed Machado and Harper, this year's payroll would be about $129 million, which is mid-baseball. So we have ridiculousness on the other end. No, no I agree. But there's a way to spend and do it you know, responsibly, too. I don't, do it right. Right. Yeah, you're right. You could have fit both guys in, and your payroll would have been okay. It's, it's still going to be less than most of the teams in the league. I'm not, I'm not, say, I'm not saying they should have done that. I'm using it right. as, as a ridiculous example. No, I agree. It's at sixty-eight million right now, and I mean, what are they going to do between now and opening day, which is you know coming up in less than a month? I, I don't understand. And listen, I don't want to block. If I feel I have really great young players who need to play, that's one thing. But I'm not convinced that any all of these players here are, are young and ready to blossom. And if you're going to rely on them, you may find a very difficult situation on your hands. And at the time when it starts going bad, you don't have much recourse. What are you going to do? Trade then and. Well, you can't do anything. So right. you have money to spend, spend well, it. They have the essence of a, of, a, of a pretty darn good pitching staff. In this market in baseball, which was slow to sign people, a $20 million expenditure in increments of 10, you can bring probably two pretty good players in, position players, that are to, to help that team. It might be the difference in force. Four to seven games, but that's a lot of games, and and I it think is. they're just content. They're content with you know what we can't spend any money because we can't spend 130 million uh, for two players. No, but you could spend 115 for a team. All right, Jim. Thanks, I appreciate that. And one of the next issues they're going to have to deal with probably, uh, you know, they talked about well, we have a lot of guys coming up next year with arbitration or whatever. One of them is Jamison Tyone, and um, you know he's going to make less than six hundred thousand this year. Uh, if he turns out he had 14 wins last year and a real good ERA, and he showed at the end of the year he was as good as anyone in the majors, I thought, he and Trevor Williams, they could wait a little bit on Trevor Williams. But Jamison Tyone, who happens to be the player rep and has been loudly outspoken about why guys aren't getting deals, um, he's going to want what he should get. And the Pirates, now they've done this before, before guys hit arbitration and signed them to nice deals. They're going to have to do that here, and I'm sure they want to. But the question is, how long does it go, and does it go into his free agent years, which can be even more lucrative? I don't know. Um, but I think, I, you know, who's the guy? Uh, Nicholas in um, St. Louis, he just signed four years, $68 million. He's a very similar case to uh, Jamison Tyone. So that's pretty much kind of what you're looking at. Herb in Greenfield. What's up, Herb? How are you? Welcome to the show. Well, Bob, uh, this whole business about the Harper contract raises uh, some uh, scary to me, issues in baseball, if it isn't as scary enough already. Uh, the fact is, uh, if these type of contracts become prevalent, uh, what are we going to see, a roster with three men making tons of money and the other 22 just bare minimum, which means a lot of free agents aren't going to be signed again and continuously? I think that may may lead to a salary cap somewhere because both the fans and the players have a vested interest to make sure they have jobs. No, I, I think a salary cap is – I've been screaming this forever, and uh, there was only one team that voted, I believe, for one the last time they had a vote. It was Tampa. I think I think a lot of teams should step up and challenge the system. And if you really want, you know, competitive balance, if you're looking to make money, you're all going to make money. 
If you want to make money, fine. Just go ahead and do what you're doing and make your money. If that's the goal. I got to believe the guys who get in as owners in any sports league want to win. You know, they become famous because of it. Would you have known Jerry Jones had he not bought, bought the Dallas Cowboys? No. Would you know who Dan Snyder was strictly by business? No. People in those businesses know, but largely the general public doesn't. What they're doing is buying their own fame, but with it comes a responsibility to try to win. These are winners in business. You would think if you're a business owner who wants to buy a team that your want to win would even be more exaggerated when it comes to sports. Well, what do you think about if there's an injury as well? Like to, to well, Harper, Harper, if he gets out and he has a broken leg, and he's you got to pay him. That's what I'm saying. I think some of this stuff is outrageous. Uh, I don't know why yeah, the numbers have to go to where they go, but they do, and someone what, paid it, so he's worth it. What will that do to a team's roster in years ahead? Well, when you have no salary cap, it does nothing. If you're, if you're a that's team, what I mean. that's the problem. I think it should come down to you have to make fiscal decisions that are prudent to your team to try to win, but also you have to be aware of the cap. The cap keeps everything even. Now, someone will call here and say, oh, why has New England won all these championships? Well, congratulations to them. They've done it with a multiple roster setup. Every year, aside from Brady and Belichick, they're bringing in new people. Name for me 10 really good receivers they've had over the course of these 15 years. You won't, you'll be hard-pressed to find any in the same conversation of Antonio Brown Edelman or Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> well, okay, but Edelman, he's been great in the postseason. My point is he's, yeah, that's I a know. whole different argument. People say he should be in the Hall of Fame. For postseason, yes, but it's more than postseason. Anyway, thanks for the call, Herb. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. Rolling along to Kyle in Newcastle. Kyle, welcome to the Bob Pompiani Show. How are you? Hey, Bob. I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. All right, I'm calling in about these baseball contracts. i got to tell you, man, I just think they're ridiculous. I don't know how you justify spending that kind of money. And, I mean, I support players entirely. I say you go out there and you make your money because you've earned it, you work hard, but there's got to be, I feel, at least, you know, a little control within it. Like, these are just astronomical numbers. And the, the lengths are ridiculous, too. I just don't know how you justify it, you know? Well, you justify it because you're trying to win. You justify it because there is no cap, so you can spend whatever you want. And you justify it because you're making enough money so you can absorb that. But Yeah, I guess uh, you're right. But, but again, it's, it's the haves and the have-nots. How many legitimate mm-hmm. teams were involved for Bryce Harper? How many? Maybe no, three? just a handful, yeah. Okay, is that how it should be? So that every really good player that comes around free agent, you're just, you know, 28 teams don't have a chance. I don't know. Think... So that's my problem. No, I agree system. entirely. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, that's all right. I appreciate your call. Thank you, Kyle. Let's go to John in Torrentum as we round out this uh, first 15 minutes. What's up, John? How are you? Good, af- good afternoon. How are you? Good, and you? I, I believe I, I'm with you at the salary cap, but there needs to be a basement minimum where they need to spend. Yeah, I and agree. Maybe a, and there needs to be a max. Uh it's totally ridiculous, but then again, if you think about it, the Harper deal at what's around twenty five million a year, I think it is. That's on average your No, the average is fine. Year. I'll pay twenty five million make, for him. My question is would you do I mean, it for thirteen years? I'm I'm a little leery on the on the on the time timeline in all seriousness. I mean who knows what can happen maybe in two years or three years from now, you know? That's what I'm saying. I don't mind 25. If, if I could get him for 25 a year, I'd give him right now if I were the Pirates, I'd make that deal. I'd make it for five years or whatever. I wouldn't go 13 with anyone. Right. Too many things can go bad. And if you look at the history of all these long-term deals that any athlete has gotten in any sport, you'll find the majority of them are not worth it in the end. 
They they can help I you agree. win right now. Now, if the Phillies can justify by winning a championship or two in the next five to eight years, okay, fine. You will have justified it. But there's no guarantee yeah. that can happen. But I guess that's right. why you play the game and spend the money. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. We're up against the break. It's 412-928-9370. Our show is sponsored by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day and check out their virtual wallet, Allegheny Health Network. Health for all at AHN and driven in style. We always are. My number one Cochrane. Go one better at number one Cochrane. We'll be back with more right after this. It's the Bob Pompey Annie Show, Sports Radio 937 The Fan.